What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? This is the host with the most, the Honorable Darren Purnell. We back again with another episode of the Unusual Pad Podcast. Man, we are in the building another time. We are blessed to see another day. Believe that. Uh, if you are nothing else, you woke up this morning, whatever condition, position you're in, you are blessed to be woke in the morning because somebody was the last day that they ever woke up. So however your day going, believe, believe that. The person that's not here wish they they could be going as good as your day going so i just want to come on today right now we got a special guest you know i bring everybody in from everywhere from all walks of life i got a special guest coming in today my brother uh before i get to our special guest because it's a surprise special um special guest i just want to go over a couple of things we got a couple of sponsorships just came in Harrisora Motors is now on our sponsor team. So shouts out to Harrisora Motor at 2900 Clearer Avenue, Sweet B. That boy sell the best cars in the city. You better get there and be square. All right. We also got T-Circle Cleaning. T-Circle Cleaning is one of our new, our new uh, Harrisora Motor sponsor before, but we had reached back out to him, re- renegotiated our deal with him. But T-Circle Cleaning is brand new. You can pull them up, www.tcirclecleaning.com, T-Circle Cleaning, the one I picked, the one I chose, all right? That's our two new sponsors, and you know we still have Transporter, all right? Transporter is one of the greatest transportation companies in the Northern metro area. Here, get you here and get you there with no problem, all right? So this particular special guest, oftentimes, y'all know me. I tell y'all about my life. I tell you about what I've been through, and... Some it can come over exaggerated sometimes, and when you're from a different walk of life, um, that's just I was listening to an interview the other day, um, on Vlad TV, and it was going over how they got this thing in prison where guys are taking um feces, urine, and they're taking some of the nasty stuff that they can find, and they're actually making a like somewhere a gun out of it and they'll rob guys in jail the guy was talking about it and that's not something you see and i've listened to another interview he was talking about that a guy would get knocked out they will pull his pants down and they will spit in his asshole there's something and in that if DNA is found in you, you got to call home to your parents and let them know you was in a sexual relationship, whether you was or not, because DNA was found. So that was a joke to them. Now, out here on the streets, that's not what we do. But since I come from a place, that's not an over-exaggeration for me. But they have a lot of people that follow me, and they might come from the suburbs, or they might come somewhere else. When I tell you these stories, it 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 comes off of like, ha, ah, that, that don't happen. Because, you know, we all stay in our bubble. And when you stay in a bubble, you know, you used to hear your story, how how, how things was on your block, and you never like to expand out. So I, I, I dig deep, got some connections, made calls, and one of my great partners that I grew up with, like a brother to me, I mean, I could look out of my window and see his window. Uh, I, I reached out to him, um, and he he's here today to tell you his story. And when he tell you his story, he's going to validate some of the stories that I've, I've been telling y'all. The Desire Project was nothing to play with, all right? So I'm about to bring to the stage my brother um, by Shine Stanton. He's coming to the stage right now. B, where you at? Talk to me. Let me know something. Hey, man. How you doing, bro? How you doing, uh, man? Oh, man. Everybody's, every, everybody's here. Oh, that's my brother by Shine. And with, with a brother like this, and when they use the term A1, day one, if you didn't know what that means, that means somebody, Jay-Z got a line where he says, uh, I recall, you record. Basically, what he's saying is, I was there. And me and B was there, front line. There ain't too many Pleasure Street stories that you're going to be able to tell. Right. And we wasn't there. We was there, front line. We saw it. Right. All right? Before yeah, the right. shots, after the shots, some of y'all just came after the fact. We was there, front line. So B, yeah, you're right. all right. Well, how you feeling, brother? I'm all right, man. And you? I'm great, man. No complaints over here, man. Just working and grinding every day that, that I'm above That's earth. What's up. That's right. what's up. Laying this foundation down. All right. Now, B, I, I want you to do walk me through childhood 
Desire Project. Walk me through that. Walk me through. What is what is it like? The the biggest, the largest project in the United States. Now, y'all heard about Cabrini Green with Jay Z them come up? Yeah, they tall. They tall in length. I'm talking about width. I'm talking about 98 because I'm talking about 27,000 people on lease. That's big in itself. Now think about all the people that stay with somebody off lease. So you could I add another ten thousand dollars to that. Baby City, we walking through two elementary schools built inside of it. Be walk me through what it's like to get through there. Man, listen, bro. I used to hate walking or going to get medicine from Binance. When mama sent me to, uh, to Binance, I mean I stay at the back of the project. I used to hate having to go up that way because look. It's foreign land, bro. I mean, to this day, they got people out the project that I haven't never seen or known. You know, it's in my age bracket. I mean, right. like, but those days, man, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, you got to be more specific, bro, because you're telling me walking through, man, and look, my mind's just racing, bro. I'm talking about, you name it, man. You know, I mean, be uh, more specific for me, bro. Cause, uh, all right, I'm going to ask you a question. Start off with the front. What kind of fun? What what we did to have fun? Start off with the fun stuff. All right. Now, I, like that was my childhood day. Was just my, you know, and I, 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 when I look back, bro, I see how man. I, I just thank God I ain't really killed nobody from having fun. Oh, <laughs> Elvo, is is they they speed, bro? They they flying. Right. What we used to do for having fun is these cars coming up, and it might be somebody in the next driveway. Our friend people, and we don't even know. Uh, I used to throw gas tanks, wheels, all that, whatever in front flying cars. <laughs> you know, just come from behind the bush and destroy this in front of a flying car, and and we watch them crash and, and, and all this. Yeah, it's like this is fun. Right, this is fun. Man, I mean, uh, I remember we filling up the swagma baskets. Um, which y'all might know them, the baskets that y'all use for Walmart. We'll put stuff inside of the basket. And like you said, wait on the side of the building. And if we get an 18 wheeler, especially because the 18 wheeler, you know, he he's he's moving, but he, it's hard for him to move to react. And we are pushing in front of there. But the the the, the cool cane, the football, basketball, spinning top, uh high scotch, uh man right. on the run, those right. games. Uh you do you think everybody nigga not. Nigga, not. Uh, <laughs> do you think everybody on our block was in shape because we played so much and was outside so much? Uh, I mean, man, we were just young, man. We was athletic, man. I mean, hey. Uh, the, the reason I mean, why, the reason why I asked you that question is because a lot of kids now stay inside. It's not like we it was when right. we we came okay, up the inside. Okay, okay. So when right. that's why I asked if all the kids was in shape. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, man. Look, yeah, I yeah, we was in shape because we, we was out. We was outside. And, and like right now, yeah, going outside was for us staying inside. Your mom said, I'm gonna make you stay inside. That was a punishment. But today you have to tell them, I'm I'm gonna send you outside. That's how bad it is right now with kids today. You have to send them outside. Man, I, look, I ain't never I ain't never look at it that way, but I ain't see, you know, I ain't experiencing that right now, but <laughs> Man, I see what you're saying, bro. Yeah. Yeah, um, man. Uh, well, yeah, we, we stayed outside, man. Look, I'm talking about, yeah, we active. Yeah, and so, you remember going into so, yeah. you remember going into the Olympics pool? Yeah, that's that's uh that was dangerous, though. Uh, how, what yeah. would what would be the process? How do you go about getting in an apartment complex? Now, remind you, we had an Olympic sized pool in our project. At the time, they shut it down. I think somebody drowned. A child drowned, and they shut the pool down. So, and we had a, a park, but that pool hours wasn't the hours that we wanted to swim. So, they have an apartment complex called Olympus. Walk me through, how do you get inside Olympus? Because it was gated with a cold. How do you get inside of there? Uh, you talking about Gentilly, huh? Yeah. Oh, man, uh, shit. I think we used to wait till somebody come in, huh? Yeah. You, somebody pass, we catch the gate. Yeah, catch the gate. And, and, they hold the gate and everybody come in, it's over with. Right. And, um, that's right by the interstate. You talking about right there. Right. Right. And, All right, gotcha. You're right. 
So when you get in there and you and you take chances like this, you just you mentioned that we took chances on pushing baskets, ties, or whatever in front of cars. And then we took another chance by going into apartment complexes that we 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 don't live in. And what else would you say that you did that you look back now and say, damn, like we really got away with a with a lot at an early age? Man, uh, for me, like the stolen cars, uh, flying in them, high speed, you know, like. Just spontaneous, like you know, like I'm talking about getting up the highest, highest speeds, and I mean wrecking and uh, else. Um, there's this with the with the apartments. When the people, when the police come, we 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 run across the interstate, right? The interstate, they got a little, you know, we just call it a gate, man. I'm talking about the interstate, man. Cars is flying, man. I'm talking about like, I just we just dumb stuff, bro. All right, now. I mean, like, we having a little on uh, technical difficult right now, but he, I'm gonna keep you. I'm gonna keep it going because I know with his angle, he's gonna get right and he's gonna come back in. So we're not gonna break this. Remind you, this is a two part interview. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead, B. Finish what you saying. What you were saying. Let me know when you, I'm here. I'm yeah, here. I'm all here. right. Now you were saying we was yeah, running. I was a- saying like, uh, I'll be going late, going uh, sooner, and we got done and get it. I'm listening. Yeah, you say we'll go by soon. Talk to me. Yeah, we'll go by soon, though. Oh, yeah. You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. It's good? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, go, to, we'll go out there and, uh, you know, take bites. You know, man, it was just, it's just, man, the childhood is, it's just so much, bro. I'm, I, I'm stuttering all over my word, man, because I'm talking about just so much, bro. And a lot of, a lot of the things, D, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, man. Do, do you think that because when you were in a, a, a poor area in a, a area that without resources, that, if we would have had that, we wouldn't have been doing what we was doing. Do you think that? Positive, sure. Yes, indeed. You know, guidance. You know what I'm saying? When you're a kid, man, you need to be guided, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why you got you call them guardians. When they, you know, you're guarding your people that's over you, man. You know, that's responsible. You know, when you have proper guidance, man. Yeah. Sure. Uh, all right. And I would I would say this too, and I would add to what he just said. In our upbringing, it's not that our mothers didn't care. Is when you grow up in a bad environment, was law everywhere else is not the same law. During hurricane season B, what will be the thing? One of the things was seem fun to do at the time. Breaking uh, stores. Breaking stores. And when you doing this, still to this day, I don't feel like it's illegal. I still don't feel the same way. And I've been out the hood. I moved out of the project when I was 14. So I've been out the project more than I've been in. But those ways still embedded in me in some type of way, shape, form, or fashion. When somebody tell me I hit a store, I hit Walmart, I'm kind of like like rooting for them. I don't know why, but like I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> and you know, you're supposed to be like, man, you know, y'all not supposed to be doing that. But you know, right. in the hood, every storm. That was a, the come up. And it's like right. the hood is like that. Every chance you get, you come up on no matter right. who or what. So, right. um, and I when I met you, you had one of the most infamous bike shops that a young person could have. Now, I remind y'all, I used to stay in one part of the project, and then I moved to another side of the project. And all I used to hear about this kid, by shine, by shine, by shine. And you know, you you hear about somebody else, but you got a little weight, so you want to, you know, you scoping and checking them out. So we just playing one day, and I went inside of this house, and they had a a a, a big old top covering up a lot of stuff. So of course I put it off there, and they had like fourteen bikes, all fixed up, all ready to go. 
and I and I know that was hands, and it was all chained up. So if you were to try to take one, you really would have had a you know a problem. How do you get into this bike world, B? Talk to me. Walk me down that world. I can't. I I I can't even. I can't even just, just tell you. It's like it's just. I I did what I seen, man. I mean, like I like the bikes, and uh, I wanted them, so I took them. You know. And, 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 go ahead. I mean, I I I just was a a, a little criminal, man. I mean, like, hey, product of my environment, bro. Just like I see the, the stolen cars and the dudes steal the cars mm-hmm. and bring them uh, right by my area, and they set them on fire, take all the wheels off them. I wake up in the morning, and go to school. They got a brand new car, all the wheels off it. You know, uh, the music still playing, and they couldn't get such and such things out of it or whatever. And look, I mean, there I go. I'm indulging it. I'm messing with it, you know. So I don't know how, how my mind, bro. I'm scared of bikes off top, man. I just in a bike thing. I don't even know where. I, to this day, I don't know where I get it from. Now I'm asking you a question. How did you learn how to fix on so many? Because your bikes was always you had the the chrome, the goosenecks, the all the reflectors. You had the 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 rear room mirror on your bike. How do you come up with? Knowing how to fix this put together, because in the hood we had no bike shop. Like who who put them pliers in your hand like that and say, "Man, you could put this two sprockets on this bike and you can have two sprockets instead of one." Like who told you that? Man, I ain't lying, bro. I I like I said, I don't know how, bro. Oh well, I can't really. I couldn't even tell you. That's why I'm being so honest, bro. Look, we I was just we was just doing things. I can't remember, bro. I can't really remember of. You know, like how and and I just was doing things, bro. I did what I seen. Bro. Right. I did what I seen, bro. And and you talk and about I couldn't, I couldn't tell you, but I sure was doing it. Right. And you talk about like all the stolen cars. The driveway we had was like a drop off of stolen cars. What is the most that you seen at one time in that in, in that particular driveway? Like just cars just sitting. Man, they must have just knew. Somebody like dudes that take cars and bring them right there, they must just know this badass gonna get in there and you know do whatever he do with it. Like they was just like it was a plot or something. Right. And I'm talking about they might have two, three just sitting right there. You know, like for whatever reason, whatever they did in them, bro, I don't know. It didn't care. All I know is I wanted to jump it in the dry ride. Right. You know what I'm saying? And either that or, or you know, uh, I just bust it up. You know, take some bricks and just bust all the glasses on it. Just, I don't know where I get this mentality from. I don't know what, what was going on, bro. I, I'm actually I just this, did what I did, bro. I'm actually you know, this, I used to get enjoyment out busting the car. Yeah, right. I'm actually question. Do you remember when that mobile home came and me and you got the golf clubs out of there and started trying to golf? The golf clubs. Yeah, I remember that. I remember <laughs> that, bro. That was like, that was that was real right there. Right, and we ain't had no mobile homes pulling up in there. <laughs> and and the guy, <laughs> and they had golf clubs up in there, and we started to we yeah, literally yeah. try to get into golfing. I think we would have had a chance, golf, but bro. we ain't have nobody to show us the game. We just used to hit the right. balls. Right. Nobody really. We didn't know the I rules or nothing, huh? Right. Yeah, we had some, we had some nice golf clubs too. Yeah, but yeah, I, I you know we ain't know. I still don't know the rules like that, but I know we tried. We actually tried. So that go to tell y'all, bro. If y'all put the funding somewhere, bro. We we would have tried, but we ain't know the rules. So we tried to play for a couple of days, and we ain't really, you know, we just hitting the ball. Not just imagine you in a project, and it's different from the suburb. You just hitting balls. They going towards people window. You just go get the ball and hit it again. So it was one of those things. It wasn't no, you know, no structure behind it. Huh? I like to say so I like to share this here. This is like kind of like summarize a lot of the questions you've been asking that like, you know, where I get things from and stuff like that. Yeah. I really realized this about myself that all it takes for me is you to show me one time and I'll never have to ask you again. Right. I don't care what it is. I'm going to sit there and pay attention until you do something one time. Right. It's bad or good. And you'll never have to show me again. So when, when I got it, I got it. I got it. I got it. That's my little gift, bro. I, one time you got to show me. All right. And uh, what a great gift to have. When you're saying walking through the project, uh, as I told y'all, the project 
the desire housing development um which we call a desire project it sits on 98 acres of land so you talked about earlier have to walk from one place to another when you do that what is the some of the things that can happen on that walk uh we see the movie uh friday with debo we see the movie boys in the hood with a little dude say when the older dude say man throw that football and the little dude say if you throw that football he ain't gonna get it back so we see the elements of like power structure what it is that from that part of the project and you got to walk to the front of the project tell me some of the things that that go down and that on that walk um man i mean uh anything bro i mean like from my experience man uh We got technical difficulty again, but we're gonna once again we're gonna keep letting it go. This is a two-part interview. Um, we're gonna keep letting it go because I'm gonna pick up with that. B, you can hear me good. Yeah. All right. Now, right there, what I was saying, what could happen on that walk? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. Man, we was territorial, man. Like when, on that walk, once you leave from around your section, you know what I mean? Anything can happen. Uh, they got dudes that just bangs. If you're on a bike, they're liable to take you. If you're on foot, they're liable to just, just mess with you. You know what I'm saying? They're liable to go in your pockets, anything. You know what I'm saying? You might have to break out and run. You know, like, you know, I mean, hey, uh, you're liable to really stumble across some weird things, man. Uh, I'm talking about like some, some dead bodies to, uh, the strangest thing, one thing that's messed me up, bro, and I and I couldn't believe it, bro, when somebody came back there and tried to snatch a girl our age, right, bro, that blew my mind. I said, this nigga came in a project and tried to go with the move. What do you think? <laughs> you know, what do you think? Uh, he could just get away with that like that, right? Man, look, that was that really blew my mind how bold things was for you to try to you know come and do something like that in the neighborhood like that. All right. But, these are the type of stuff that when you walking and I was in the area, I was there. I was there. So now yeah. I would say that did they have some people think that oh such and such was this bad, nobody won't do it uh, take none from him. When it comes down to taking bikes, did anybody had they so bad that they bike couldn't get took from them? Yeah, they had, they had people with chips on their shoulder, but hey. Go in the store, go in one stop, and when you come back out, it's gone. Right. It don't even matter. Right. Nobody was exempt from that. Uh, when, we, when we talk about this, which you just brought up, uh, the, the young lady, I'm going to mention her, her name. Uh, she's doing very good for herself. Uh, her name is Janisha Holmes. That uh, What you're talking about, that incident, when you say that man tried to go with his move. Now, yeah. this is the great thing about when you stay in the hood. The police... I never seen somebody waiting and hoping and praying that the police come. Because if you remember that day, we got to him first. Right. And it walk us through what was, if you remember, all you could remember, and I'm going to go ahead and add what I, what I remember through that story. It, it come through the project, the young girl got snatched. Go ahead and pick it up from there. Uh, I believe she was with a friend. Yeah. And she ran off and alerted. You know what I'm saying? And once she sent out the alert, you know, there you go. Reinforcement. We was, we was in, we was on like we was in there. You <laughs> know what I mean? So uh we surrounded it. You know what I'm saying? We was right. in there. But like I said, dude hit under the building. And once we realized where he was, man, look, we come up on there, he was just so happy that the police is there. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh the police really let us get at him on the cool, you know what I'm saying? Like they brought him in. His, look, he was outside the station. Look, he was he. I mean, like it been a long time. This is you know, so I can't go verbatimly. Like, but I remember that day like it was yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that was crazy, bro. And, and, and 
and, 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 and my heart go out to her still to this day. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I hope it ain't really, you know, like, do nothing to her, traumatize her or anything. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I know that probably was a scary situation, but like, uh, yeah, man. And and you said when the word went out, it's almost like, especially our age bracket, we were so big in numbers that That's crazy. the That's fi- the situation Right. We were so big in numbers that when we got there, uh, I remember like a couple of guys touched them up, put their hands on them, and the, like the, the police were like, you know, they was like they was they wasn't moving as fast as they could, like you see, they they welcomed the ass whooping on him. Right. But we never had that problem, like getting kidnapped, like uh, they just it it wasn't that word was <laughs> yeah. there, but in the project yeah, you just don't that. get kidnapped. So um, he tried that. So yeah. uh, after. And uh, and j- like you just saying, walking through it was territorial. We stayed on Pleasure Street. Uh, you know they got the back, they got benefit, and they got up front. Uh, those walks in those areas, according to who you is and how you carry yourself, it could be a long walk. It could, it, it really could be. Right. And just think about our driveway on the other side. Um, they used to call it Dope Dope Alley. You know, once you cross with somebody like the. You know, we cross these islands and you buy busy beat right. that part with a lot of those. Right, right, right. Oh, uh, right. and you just saying day bodies. I remember going to choir rehearsal and I seen we passed a body, and he a man was, I guess he OD. I'm 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 giving right. him that. I don't That's know it. how, but That's I know it. it was a day body. That's it. I know it was a Bring day body. And now look, we see him going to church, and when we coming back. We passed back to see if they got him. He was still out there. So it was, it was, yeah, it was on a level of like that. That's that's what the hood is. Like we ain't know him. If we would have known him, somebody probably would have called. But I think that they know he was in the grass. The older dudes, and you, like I say, boys in the hood. If you just think back when the little kids say, "Y'all won't see a dead body," it's on that level of like. Fuck, we don't know. So I, I would have to say he had to be an outsider, and he let him just lay like that. Cause most times, you know, somebody that shows some compassion and, and get him up out of there. Uh, but I think he was, uh, he was took out of the car. D. They, they pulled him out of the car and dumped him right there. Oh, and yeah, old D in the car, and they dumped him out of the car right there. Oh, that, but uh, Rigor Mortensen said that he was in a sitting position. Right. I remember it like yesterday, man. Like, cause there was like. Man. So when when you when you see all that, uh, from the eighteen wheelers falling on Elva to us popping the back door of them open, to the the going on to Olympics to the stolen cars being, it's like they brought them to the front steps. What would you think uh, it did to you? Like mentally, as you start going from that that child stage to getting that teenager stage, well, what that mindset like was like then? You get away with so much. Now all that we got away with free and free and clear. It was nothing. Yeah. No charges brought up. Nobody was the uh uh juvenile offender. Uh, do do anybody in our child our own block went to jail as a juvenile? I don't think I nobody. Been, yeah, I have been. Uh... You know, we probably had charges, but not no, but you never did no time. So it, it was like we got away with all that. So right, 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 right. when you get away with, let's just say, out of a two hundred wrong things doing, you got you got caught one. I I skated and I didn't get caught with none. I I got like whatever whatever was done. Now you get to be a teenager. Would you say that made you? And before I take this answer from you, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break right quick. We're going to come back and see what, what kind of mindset Bashan had after as a, what I call the youth. We got away with so much. And then after that, we're going to go into the teenagers years. Remind you, this is going to be a two-part interview, y'all. We got some great parts of this interview coming up. And remind you, we have brought you by transport, um, transport Transportation that's in New Orleans, Louisiana. Harris Aura Motors at 2900 Cleary Sweet B, T-Circle Cleaning. We're in the house. Harris Weldon, we are in the house. Uh, Pernell Quality Homes, this is our sponsor, people. Let's shout out to y'all. Thank y'all. What is your grandmother's name? Uh, I forgot her name, but we are we are back right now. Um, I, 
we are back right now coming after commercial and i told y'all we're going to get the second on part uh right now we uh we are going into teenage years y'all y'all seen us in our our youth and those years were tough years they kept us in shape or whatever but i do know in life when you can when you get away with so much it make you bolder it make you start making some boldness now b before we left we were talking about we got away with so much as a a a, a, a child before we got to our teenage years one of the things that helped me turn my life around is my best friend, which you know him as Darren Franklin, uh, Hickey G. He was killed at the age of 14. So uh, stolen car, he was in that stolen car. They shot the car. They hit him in his neck. My best friend, deceased right there. His name was Darren. My name was Darren. We collected. He was on the other side of the tracks from us. And that that, that woke me up that you could get killed. Because before that, I was like, we... We don't never get caught. Every time the police run after us, we get away. But that woke me up and let me know that it, it, it can get real out here. That it can it, it can be brought to my front steps. So, how did you, as you start getting into your teenager years, when you when I would be pro years, we got away with so much. How did that um, shape your mindset and going on forward as you get to see it? Well. For me, things were to get worse and worse. But I'm, I'm gonna say this here. I got to say this here, but it, it's, it's about the parents. I'm gonna say this here. It's, it's about the parents, right, Chuck? Uh, I think that when we was doing what we was doing, bro. A lot of times, when the lights go out or when street lights come on, certain grandmothers and mothers, you know, they would they would holler. <clears throat> For their grandsons and their, and their sons to come inside, they would ho- they would holler for their they would holler for their grandsons and all that to come inside. And uh, I, I I in my opinion, I think that that was a, a difference maker. You know, that was great parents. That was great parenting right there. We used to rip them. Oh, you know, you better get inside, boy. Your grandmother called you to laugh at him and chop on him and rip him. Right. And I sit that way. As I sit, in, as I sit here, when I look at that, I be like, oh, and, and, I, and I analyze the situation. And I can, I'm coming down. Everyone that made them come inside when the street lights come on or come out there and get their ass when they ain't find them, they're the ones they made. They're still alive and they're doing well. They're not in jail and they're not dead. But for, 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 for people like me, Oh, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I stayed out late as I wanted. You know what I mean? I did what I wanted. And yeah, you know, I, I got worse and worse. You know what I'm saying? But you know, shout out to my mama. You know, she did the best she could. That's my baby. Right. You know what I'm saying? I ain't taking nothing from her. I'm just saying I stayed out later and I think that's what made me worse, bro. I went to hanging out with the big boys. Right. You know? And all right, I so hanging out with the big boys, and that's how when you broke from me and it was time for me to go in so now you're hanging out with the big boys what was the graduation level from me and you hanging doing the little mischievous stuff we doing to graduating to the big boys what the big boys was doing that 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 that, that i would have never did i wasn't on that level yet well i'm gonna hit home i'm gonna hit home i'm gonna hit home with this one i'm hanging with your brother your big brother Right. Now it was me, and you know I'm hanging with dudes a little older than me. And one night he was out there with us. Your mama came and got him, slapping him and hitting him all his motherfucking head. <laughs> Fuck you going out there? I'm talking about I'm a little young boy. You know, right. I'm about like, oh, I got your mama. I said, Miss Kirk, don't play. You know, he be chopping on, beating his ass. You know, right. but I, you know, you know, like I say, you know, I'm hanging out with all the dudes. Is the point of the but I just want to get home with that with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Man. And that's why I was in early. So <laughs> if she did that to the older brother, you know. I, I don't know I, what he thought. I don't know what he thought. Right. Every time I came in the house, why you got the earring in your Right. Now she's questioning everything. I'm right. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like to do lasagna. Right. But not to get off track, not to get off course. I used to love the lasagna. 
Right. Not not to uh get off course, but I just was hanging out with all the dudes and staying out late and I'm starting to indulge in more serious things. Robbing, you know, drugs, things like that, you know. What kind uh, of when you said drugs, because by the by then weed smoking was started in our circle. So that wasn't a major thing. When you saying drugs, was it it was bigger drugs than, than marijuana? Well, yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh heroin, bro. Heroin, bro. I mean, like, man, things with the escalate real fast. Now I'm gonna ask you a question. What is the difference between us marijuana laughing and joking and some of the symptoms of them being on heroin and any other type of drug? I mean, man, look, you got to support your habit, man. I mean, like that monkey get on your back. You go to indulge and do anything, and you got to get the money and supply your habit. So now you're robbing, and you're doing it, and it's like you didn't, you didn't, you didn't got into something you weren't ready for. So you're out here. You know what I'm saying? And, you, 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 and you're hanging and doing it just like, and now you ain't thinking for you, and the street's thinking for you. Right. You know, so you just, you just out here, and you don't know what you got yourself in. Now I'm asking you a question. When you just say that, so to speak, did you did you raise your level of um, you know, drugs when you got around them, or you was around them but you wasn't doing it? No, I was around them, but I wasn't doing it. I was robbing with them. But my 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 my, my experience with the drugs came when I was moving to Florida. Right. Ooh, I hate the Florida. All right, we'll we'll get that we'll get to that. So you said all right. Not like not like that. But yeah, no, like I, I know what you're talking about because I, I feel as though I introduced you to the Florida. So yes, you did, you did. So yeah. look, that's what I want to say. You spoke on Darren, your name say, you know what I'm saying? And Darren, bro, I was scared of Darren. Darren was a bad boy, bro. <laughs> he he was he was before his time. You, yeah. But you know what? So, I'm gonna ask you a question. Hold on. Not to cut you off. You was him in a desire. Right. You, you, who he was in the Florida, it was you in a desire. I told you, right. I thought you had balls of steels. And he had balls of steel. And just imagine, I sit in between two of the guys that, it, it's like an odd couple with me and you together. People look like, damn, how y'all two can hang together? And, and, and it's, I, I don't even know how we even got together, but I'm glad we did, but it was like that with him. He was so bad that people feared you. You don't know how many people are scared of you, Bashan. It's not gonna be talked because hey, you. Tell you, how we linked up. Huh? you know how we linked up, B? What? Go ahead. Women, the girls. Yeah. The player, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Nah, hold on. We gonna get to that. Hold on. We gonna get to that. But <laughs> look, as we start to develop and we start to deal with girls more, it's almost like that side of Bashan. Even the other side, I don't got no problem with. I never thought you or Darren was like bad dudes. What I thought was you gonna take your chance, like be gonna be gonna take his chance. I got balls. I, I I'm out here. You wasn't no no bully type nigga. He wasn't no bully type nigga. It was almost like if the call was right there and it was left running, shit, man. Let's let's get in there. Let's get the gentility. So it was on levels like that. But I I never thought. They got people that fear you. Like, man, that dude, you was that guy that I don't want you hang, I don't want you hanging with him. And that's how Darren was. So, but you wasn't a bad guy to me. But, but that's what I'm saying, bro. I, I must say, bro. I swear, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think the dudes treated me like a bad guy. But guess what? Everybody mama did. But I'm actually, how do you get that reputation like? I could see you and I know what you are, but how did that reputation like just spread and everybody thinking you, I don't want you hanging with him. If you hang with him, come inside. And, it went to blowing my mind, bro. When I'm hanging with all the dudes and they said like, I'm influencing them. I'm influencing them. <laughs> and that, I mean, like, that, that was that's real crazy, man, silly, bro. And uh, like I say, it be the mothers be the way they I come knock on the door, second first door, they be like, you know, even with you, B. I remember. I remember. Man, look, boy, look, I was <laughs> <laughs> look, you know, you were my dog. She she lets me in and everything, but hey, man, 
Look, look. I'm gonna ask you a question. Do you, do you remember this? Do you remember this? Hold on. We had the clubhouse that we built. Do you remember that? On my back. On we, steps? Yeah. All right. And you remember noon of them when told and got our house. We thought they got our house knocked down. All right. Because we was going. All right. And remember how we walked to the back and we saw Noonie and Corey walking to the back. So what we did is send David to cut them off and knowing they're going to start running. And you beat who did, you beat Corey up in the middle of Elvin and stop traffic. Do you remember that? Not really, not really, <laughs> but I'm saying like I, I know, I know what you're talking about, like cutting people off and all that. <laughs> Man, we was crazy. No, but see, that's where I came in with you and Darren. I was always the, the like, I got a good idea, and I'm like, look, if we send David to the back and get in front of him, they're gonna run back towards Pleasure, and then me and you hopped out, and he ran in the middle of the street of Elvin. You beat him up and stopped traffic and everything. But they came and told my mama. They told my mama, your mama, they ain't tell. His mama told my mama, and I got in trouble. And that's where that Bashan is a bad person at, and all that coming at, because she failed to do my mama do something about it. Damn, was gonna tell your mama nothing. And I'm like, we on the same, uh, <laughs> we on the same thing. I used to hear women say she can't do nothing with him. And this and that and the third, I ain't just like that. You hear me? Right. I like that, bro. But, but I mean, uh, the only reason that I know why, because they'll see me, and I wouldn't care that they see me. I get the story call, I do things in front of them, and I'll be like, man, they know he's watching me. I don't care. You know but and like I think that. that's the difference between me and you. I if they were watching, I wouldn't have got in. I wouldn't have got in because they were watching. And I think by you doing that, you're right. So not to get off the subject. Well, how old it was when you moved out of the project? Um, well, it had to be like 2000. We moved to Florida. We were tearing the project down, and I moved to Florida, and uh, I did a, a little juvenile joint. And uh, what? Maybe uh, about eight eight months. All right. So, so hold on. So you got a charge and a desire before you moved, or you got it while you was in the Florida? In the Florida. All right, now I'm gonna break the Florida project down to y'all, and I'm gonna walk it. The Desire Project and the Florida um, project is first cousins, but they don't get along. They get along when they want to get along. So when me and Bashan went to Johnson C. Lockett for two years, '97 and '98, we went to the Florida school. They had a school for the Desire school, but we went to the Florida school. So we already developed a relationship with a lot of those guys on that side. So that gave us. You think walking through the desire was bad? If you had to walk through the Florida and you had a desire, that that was even more devastation because you might you might walk back with no shoes, no shirt, and everything just because they was outnumbered you and they might pull an act off on you. So now you walk into the Florida project. What is the difference between the Florida project and the de desire project? I know it off the dump. I'm gonna say dope. One had coke, one had dope. Drugs. I say drugs, period. Uh I just feel like the desire was more grim as far as like the guns and robbery and like dead body type shooting a lot, you know, like real violent like that with weapons. But when I moved in Florida, man, it was all drugs, but it was all drugs. So all right. Uh, you start hustling? Yeah. All right, so in the desire, did you hustle? I don't recall you hustling. I, 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 I mean, like, like it was at the end. You was like, I think you moved out. Yeah. You know, it was real uh, deserted at that time. But I, I was selling a little weed. But uh, when I got out of when I got out of Scotland, I came home. That's when you used to be coming through. Sometimes you still was short. Right. You used to be seeing me and everything. Yeah. But I already know I ain't feel comfortable being around you because I'm looking at. Look, he's coming through fresh. Right. I'm talking I, about with the creases in it. And I'm on, and, and look, I'm on a downward spiral, bro. And I was like, man, I know my boy see something wrong. You know I'm doing something I got no And I felt it. No, it, 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 it wasn't that. I just think we was on two different paths. Um, You was right. indulging. You started indulging in the hustling. And I, I had a job. And I know that right. 
You know, once you start living two different life, I can't make you as a man make that. We was men. We was growing up. We were still teenagers, but I say we was men, and we was making decisions. And that decision, right there, I didn't want no part of that that decision. And I, it like to me when we used to bump heads, you made your mind up. And I didn't say this in this interview that um my brother Bashan he's incarcerated. I, all the way in this video, so. This video, especially this interview, is special to me because I'm able to get a one-on-one. -on -one. And th this conversation, as men, I think we should have um, before situations like this. We we talked a lot when we was young, but as I seen him, he just said something very important to me that I seen him, I saw it, but I didn't say anything. We could have pulled aside as we grown men right now and had a conversation, but I don't think I was mature enough to have that conversation yet. And I, I didn't think you would have listened to me if I would have had that conversation, correctly? I mean, like, if you was, like, letting me know, like, how easy things was, you never know. Right. You know because I, I wanted to look sharp like you. All right. I wanted, to, I wanted to continue to get the looks and all that from the ladies like you. you so, so, hold on. That fell off when you got to the Florida? Because coming out of desire, I want you to know who Bashan is. Bashan had a girl... In the back of the project, he had one on Pleasure Street. I remember you, we used to be going down a road and try to get a girl in every part of the project. And everywhere we went, all the girls liked him. So when you got to the Florida, I remember you, when we first got there, you talking to Kashanti. And I remember you hooking me up with Tanette. I still remember that. You remember you hooking me up with her? Yeah, I mean, like, dude, that's the reason I went to lock. You like, man, you better come lock. Right. When I went to Logic, you know, I mean, like, you know, I was hot. You, you know was hot. But, uh, oh. You was hot, too. Yeah. You was hot, too. But so, at the same time, at the same time, I still, I'm still looking at, like, I'm like, man, he was always respectable. He was always short, neat and clean. The dog. Man, you was able to go anywhere. And, you know what I'm saying? You knew a lot of people, you know, and I'm talking about, like, respected. You know what I'm saying? You ain't really had to do nothing to like, you know, like let them know how I smash you. I'm talking about even amongst all these so-called bad dudes, this and the third. I mean, you come up in a rough spot. Right. I'm like, man, why is this way how you carry yourself? That's the same thing about in here. When you have certain qualities about you and you carry, you don't put yourself in those situations, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Right. But dog, I used to always I'm like, man, you got some creases in the thing, man. Right. <laughs> I couldn't get jiggy with it. But I was like, man, nigga, shot. I'm talking about starched. Right. <laughs> well, like I say, I mean. So when you got. Report, man. When you got to the floor the, the second time, I would say. You're in an act with these, the same girls you've been talking to. It wasn't the same. It wasn't the same, bro. They see me, you know, I seen it, but it wasn't the same. What, what you. What, so it was like you was doing stuff out of their league or like older stuff. Of course, yes, yes indeed. I, I, yeah, I, I will say they probably looked at you as, damn, he doing stuff with my uncles them do or with a grown man stuff. So I never seen you outside of your step in the Florida. Did you venture out, uh, uh, become a part of it, or you just? Man, uh, I know y'all stayed in Dope Alley, man. That that alley right there yeah, where you stayed at, yes, man. Yes, like, uh, I went to hustling, and uh, like what you were uh, selling. I had just some time. I had just, just some time for a stolen car. Right. So when I got out, I went to hustling. I said, "I'm out to hustling." I didn't want to be in class with Shamika, you know, sister. Right. I understand to be. I'm kept back. I'm keep getting. Nah, see, this was where, where things got serious. At. Man, I'm not about to be in no class with Shamika. Right. You know, like this is. You know, I'm in. I'm in class with. You know, little people now. I, I, it was hard for me, bro, to go in there. And when I supposed to be this and that, that's why you know, I dropped out. That's why I dropped out. Uh -huh. My sister was coming. You, that's exactly where I dropped out. She was coming, and I got kept back. And I'm like, man, I'm about to be in the club with my sister, man. That's, that make me. You know, that was a whole period of spouse. So like, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And go, you know, at least try to get a job. And I started hustling. So when I started hustling, then I started dodging. So hold on, when you start hustling, what you was hustling? Crack. You were selling crack back there. Um, 
from my knowing, was it what was it is what well, cracks there was in? I'm thinking about now, cracks there was in. So, so what, what did you do good? Was it uh, as you uh, as you was hustling? Did you do good? I didn't even know how to hustle. I guess I just yeah, look, I was turning it over. I would go and get the same thing. I didn't even know how to hustle. I just was cool. school, make my money, then go to Gentilly, give me some tennis, then go to school again. I mean, I was I didn't even know what I was hustling for, bro. Just to have things. <laughs> right. I was just out there. You know what I'm saying? I still was trying to find my way. All right. So um, I didn't have a plan, mission, nothing. I ain't had no guidance, nothing, man. I was just out there. So you never moved up the ladder in hustling? You never went from you were scoring no, this amount? Never got a chance to know. All right. Yeah. So you did that, and then you say you started indulging. So you started dealing with the product that you was messing with or whatever? Uh, Yeah, they had some guys. Uh, My house was a shooting gallery, what you want to call it. You know, they come there because, you know, my mama used to get lowered. And uh, by her being up in age, she couldn't, you know, indulge in what she was doing. Hold on, I'm going to tell So, they had this situation, bro. They right. had some guys, bro, came in my house, and they OD'd in my house. And, uh... They were from out the Cali. When I was a shoe guy, they came back, get a bag up and everything. Make a long story short, I kept the dope, the drugs that they supposed to be bagging up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I went to, I wanted to hustle heroin. So um, when I went to hustle the heroin, I don't know why, uh, what thought went to my mind, I tried it. And that's how it went down. And you think that that was like one of the worst mistakes? Looking back, you think that was one of the worst mistakes? All right. Uh, you, huh? Sorry, bro. I'm gonna have to cut it short, man. All right. They called him to work. All right. Um, we gonna cut the interview short right here. We gonna come back with um part two of this interview. Unexpected, bro. Yeah, oh, don't worry about it. This is like this is an important interview. I wanted y'all to hear everything. Like I said, this just is part one, and we're gonna get out of here right now with the hosts with the most uh, on a, the honorable um Darren Purnell on a usual pad podcast, and we out.